Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. No One Likes Us Clothing is the no-wall clothing range. T-shirts, caps, polos, they've got it all. Visit www.noonelikesus.co.uk or why not visit the Blue Anchor, where a selection of shirts can be bought at the bar. www.noonelikesus.co.uk Hi, I'm Gary Rowett, and you're listening to the world-famous Acton Millwall. Listeners, welcome to Achtung Millwall. My name is Nick Hart. You join me on a beautiful sunny afternoon here at the Den. Half the pitch in shadow, half in brilliant, wonderful autumnal sunshine. You join us, of course, for the visit of Middlesbrough to the Den for this championship fixture. It's a busy, busy venue this afternoon, listeners. A lot of um, uh, Euro and North American fans are in the, in the stadium today, which is um, a good thing. I'm blaming the government crashing the pound personally for uh, my, my little space up here being occupied but there we are two teams are, are coming out of the pitch your Lions side are unchanged from the 11 that took the field up at Rotherham in midweek for that one on the draw that's George Long in goal back line Murray Wallace Jake Cooper Sean Hutchinson Danny Mack in the back four radical radical in front of them will be Billy Mitchell Jill Saddle Zian Fleming in his attacking role up front, Andreas Vogelsama, Tom Bradshaw, Tyler Puris. Um, every game at the moment feels a little bit like a big test for Gary Rowett. Uh, this feels like a big test for Gary Rowett. Uh, first half, I understand, at the New York Stadium, we were a bit under the cosh. Wonder goal, wonder goal by Zian Fleming. First level after an early penalty. Second half, we hammered on the Rotherham door without ever gaining access to the dwelling inside. So we do need to start taking our chances, dear listeners. Gary Rowett's made that point. Everyone's making that point. I don't think you need to be a genius to work out that we've got great chances. We've got some of them in the net. One or two of our names were a bit unlucky up there in Rotherham on Wednesday. Let's hope they're a tad luckier this afternoon. Dan Marsh writing for the London News Online. Fortunately, again, it feels bigger than it did just a fortnight ago. And the reason for that, of course, is that Gary Rowett teeters on the edge of uh, toxicity. Uh, 
uh, let's hope we get an early goal, let's hope we get in front and we stay in front. And uh, a win will actually take us up the table somewhat. We come into today's game sitting in 16th position, winners are just a point behind us in 18 spots. Both sides, Middlesbrough and Millwall, that would have started the season with playoff ambitions, um, both find themselves stuck in a, a quicksand of mediocrity. Uh, they're actually manager, they're having sacked, uh, surprisingly, some might say, Chrissy Wilder. Um, I actually felt, I felt like a, I felt like a plum, listeners, I'm going to confess to you, I felt like a plum, because I fell for a, a, a trollop out and said that Steve Bruce had been sacked. I'm going to put a little apology out because I, I took that popped up when I was having my Friday show with Neil and I bought it at face value. But there we are. Um, always check your sources before you start making a price prune of yourself. Both teams line up. The Winslow will be attacking the cold low lane in, in the first half in accordance with the dictums of the Premier Beat. Rising at Jared Monastery. Rango Saxon Chronicle. Chapter 1, verse 1, it says Millwall just always attack the away in in the first half. Only it was written in Old English, so largely unintelligible to the modern ear. Riddlesworth are going to kick us off. Fingers crossed for a good performance, an attacking performance. Entertainment is what we want. Away we go, dear listeners. I was actually out on Wednesday night, listeners. How about this? Went to a heavy rock concert. I, a mate of mine is a... Uriah Heat, there's a name from the past, Uriah Heat, and they were playing the London Palladium 50 years. I went to that rather than watch a stream of, of the Rotherham um, game. I think I made the right call. It was a good show, if you like your kind of um, pom pompous early 70s, going into 80s, big stadium heavy rock, which I do. Good show. The Brock one was pretty full up. Where, where all these uh, new, new punters have come from. I suppose I should be pleased, but it does feel a bit like your, your, your territory has been invaded, a bit like my cat, when a new cat comes into our back garden. Middlesbrough won in midweek versus uh, Birmingham, manager-less Middlesbrough. Often the way of these things. Called into Tom Bradshaw, now it's on the edge of the Borough Peritieri, he falls well, he falls well, wins a free kick. Side free kick, ZM Fleming will look at this. Will he have a goal? It's a, not far short being in line with the edge of the penalty area. He'll fancy it. He's, the boy has got confidence coming out of his ear rolls. It's going to be a ZM Fleming shot on goal. Wonder goal up there at Rotherham, as we've said already, to turn around a, a deficit. Thanks to an early penalty for Rotherham. This will be a great opportunity now for Fleming. Savile standing over it. Fleming's going to have a go. There's... Oh, it's trickled in. One nil. <laughs> well, it wasn't as spectacular, but it's got in the net. It kind of bobbled along. Like we're back at Castlegrim School and the school playing fields. I thought it lacked any kind of power. It trickled in. And they all count. One nil Millwall. Four minutes gone. Big weight of uh, relief. Settles on the den. Zian Fleming, listeners. Uh, see it again, it's a strange. Did it take a deflection? I don't know. Might have done. I can't see enough of the screen, it's all in sunshine. Um, it, it walked itself in there like it was on a Sunday afternoon stroll. One nil nil wall. It would be one of the stranger goals, really, for its lack of power. And 
slow pace for a shot. All the goals are sitting in the compilation. Now this is Tom Bradshaw on the break. He's got Fleming in front of him. Ball out wide. This is Vogel Summer. Fleming heads over. Six minutes just over the bar. Lions playing bright football, attacking football. We haven't seen the like for years down there, listeners. Good start, Millwall. Murray Wallace turning it on like a latter-day Paisley. Johan Cruyff there. I'm going to that ball tripping through to the goalkeeper. Eight and a half minutes, uh, seven and a half minutes. So all these foreigners looking at me like I'm mad, talking to myself up there. Listen, this is the, this is the price I pay for you, you listener. This is the price I pay. Well, these um, match, match day notes, which they email out to you now, listeners. Gary Rowley said he was looking to impose himself on the opposition early, which, uh, yeah, we have done that. Maybe a, a strange way to have done it, but we have done it. This is balls um, being passed around in front of the middle score penalty, but they will bring it out. Imposing ourselves is something we haven't done an awful lot of this season. Nice thank you in the uh, email as well to the fans who travelled up to Blackburn last weekend, 470 odd, and I think it was about 300 that went up to up to Rotherham on Wednesday night. That was a two tough gigs actually. That was a tough gig though, the midweek to Rotherham. Well done, all of them that did that. 90, apparently 96 made the two journeys. So, wow. Endurance and, uh, you know, above and beyond the call of duty. Nice spread. This is Tyler Bury now on the left. Goes past his man into the penalty area. What can he do on the left side? His, his, his cross is blocked. He, he got clipped there. The referee gives nothing. That's going to be a goal kick. I think that was a corner. So did the crowd. I think we got clipped, actually, but the referee's not forgiving much at all there. Under, under harassment by the defender. Nice picture in the um, email program of a 1972, January 72, predates me by a couple of months, of uh, Stuart Bowen of uh, Middlesbrough grappling with Dougie Alder, the old den. All into it. That's punched there by Jules Long from that corner. Great photographs, I always love the 70s photos in my era. Ball into the box, that's onto the, onto the roof of the net in Middlesbrough. 17 minutes. That was the, uh, the near miss season, 71 72. As I said, I, I missed that game by a couple of months. I started going in March of 72. The near miss promotion season, very, very famous season in Mill history, of course. I've heard, I think I've sung that song before, listeners, haven't I? Forgive me. A bit like the other Nicky Hart, the obvious impersonator that I keep reading about doing the rounds. I'm going to have to go and see this bloke. He's at a restaurant somewhere in South London. Nicky Hart, the Elvis impersonator. A bit like myself, doing the same songs over and over. This is uh, Savile now, pressing forward. Murray Wallace just on the edge of the borough penalty. Tyler Bury on the, on the left. Savile now puts a cross in. It's not good enough, unfortunately. Hutchinson gets uh, turned by the 29 on the break at Middlesbrough. On the, on the right now, Danny Scorching rightwards, does it very well actually. Just takes some of the sting out of that break. 18 and a half minutes. It was a good opening 20, on the, not quite short of uh, 20 minutes. We're just uh, coming towards that point. It's been a good opening um, section of the game, I'd say, for Millwall. That odd goal that kind of crept in stealthily from Zian Fleming. But we've looked good on a couple of breaks. And all so far, so far, fingers crossed. Rabbit's foot in hand, lucky Heather. 
uh, we've looked reasonably defensively secure as well with that back four. So, um, you know, opening quarter of the game nearly, not quite there. That's a decent start for the Lions. Borough passing the ball around in the midfield area, just inside our half. And towards the 22nd minute, trying to find a way through. They're going to go all the way back to the goalkeeper, so they didn't find any route through. As I said, the uh, cost of tempting lady fate, lady luck. We've looked reasonably secure so far. I know it's only 22 minutes in, but that's been one of our downfalls for the season. So far, with this back four, but Gary Rowett says he's been contemplating for a few weeks now, apparently. Um, they've looked pretty good. Borough don't look terribly dangerous going forwards. Again, famous last words, potentially. A lot of possession without any real sign yet of a, of a cutting edge, but that could be words that come to regret. This is the 25 just coming forwards. That's cut out nicely there by Billy Mitch. Lovely, lovely stuff. Flags fluttering in a gentle breeze. It's one of those days where it's warm in the sunshine. A little swung forward there. The uh, Middlesbrough ball gets clipped. It's a fairly central placement for the goal uh, for a free kick. Uh, four or five yards short of the D, but fairly central. Let's see what they can do with this. Yeah, warm in the sun, but when you're in the shade, you need your jumper on, as my old mum would have said. Put your jumper on, Nick. Possibly your vest. Central placed free kick, that little clip as the uh, forwards making it all run straight at the defence. He got clipped, so it's going to be a free kick now. Situations like this where I want Bart in goal, which isn't to disrespect Jules Long. It's just I think uh, Bart is a better shot stopper. But Jules Long hasn't really done anything awful since he's been picked over Bart, but I just prefer Bart Bielkowski in goal. Uh, I suppose his uh, criticism is he doesn't distribute so well, but... Uh, there's a shot, it's on target, it's under the wall. Runs out right, wide right, so the danger's not over yet. There's a ball into the box, it's a deep one, far post. Oh, put over the bar. Opportunity there for Middlesbrough, the ball fell from the uh, flick back into the box. The striker, or the, the player was free, but he's ballooned it, absolutely ballooned it, like the Hindenburg, over the bar. Break now for Middlesbrough, coming away. No, Danny Max cut that out very nicely. Well, good, good work, Danny Mack. Applause again, 26 minutes. Comes towards 27 minutes. Lions could really do with pressing home their advantage because that one goal looks a little bit slender at the moment, listeners. 27 and a half minutes. I'm seeing Miami Dolphins and NFL shirts all around here. American football weekend at Wembley, I presume. be a culture shock for these uh, US fans. Who's a wanker in the blue? Tom Bradshaw, he feeds it out wide right. Danny Mack on the right now, 31 minutes, what can he do? Balls into the middle, it falls taken off the uh, the foot, very foot of Tom Bradshaw at the last moment there. Mill do recover possession there. Danny Mack again, another decent cross, that's into the first defender unfortunately, and uh, Middlesbrough will bring away. Lumped forward by Jules Long. Picked on there nicely by Vogel Summers. is Fleming on the right side. 35th minute ball in. Unfortunately, just this wrong angle into the foot of the number six, and they will clear. Free kick in actual fact under the challenge of uh, and Fleming there to try and recover what wasn't a great cross in, in truth. Bloke's got a Bob Marley IX shirt. Live the life you love with Bob Marley. I don't know what's the, what's the link with IX. 
Amsterdam, the red, gold and green. Is there a link with Ajax Amsterdam and Bob Marley? Lost on me if there is one, but anyway, he's got this Ajax shirt with Bob Marley all over it. Anyway, right side free kick is lobbed into the air, that's punched up and away by George Long to some applause. It was a kicked in quite swiftly, so it's gone for a corner, left side of corner, 38 minutes. This is what we're getting in here, we've got Ajax shirts, listeners. Miami Dolphins shirts, it's not the Millwall I know. Left side of corner, anyway. In deep, 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 free header on goal, looped over the bar. Who's marking him? Exactly, exactly right. 38 and a half minutes, poor defence. First time we've looked fragile across the whole of the first half, but that was a, a big, big chance, which thankfully they've put over the bar. We had a free header on goal there. Middlesbrough being forced back nicely by me, all the way back to their goalkeeper, so that's good. Um, neither side really are threatening an awful lot in the forward sense at the moment. This is Tyler now on the on the left left side. He's under physically manhandled to the ground there, the 17. He shouldn't react. He'll, he'll, he'll get the punishment if he if he does. The 17 pulled him to the ground there as he turned him. Should be a yellow card. Looks like it will be. 41 minutes. Pash is pointing at someone in the manner of I'm going to do you. Yellow card for Tyler. What for? He did react to it on the floor, but he's saying, I think he's saying he got stamped upon. Poor refereeing. Here. The other guy gets a... The 17 gets a yellow too. And Hutchinson threatening to do someone of it. This is what we want. This will get the crowd into it. A bit of uh, physicality, listeners. Poor ball there from George Savile. Allows Middlesbrough a chance to break forward. across from the right. That's a deflected header, which... Gives Vogel Salmon a chance to break out if he can. He gets stopped on Tolsch. He's got Danny Mack overlapping him. Good ball. Danny Mack now into the Middlesbrough half. 44 minutes, listeners. But not much support with him. No support with him. In fairness, this is now Vogel Salmon just outside the, the D. Look, he takes a shot on target. Falls to. Great shot, got the rebound, but well saved by the goalkeeper. Good, good shot on goal by Vogel Salmon. Batted down by the goalkeeper. Bradshaw with a rebound but saved at the last. Good save by the, uh, the Middlesbrough goalkeeper in fairness. I think mean, Bradshaw will feel he should have had that. Big chance there. That, that fell to um, the rebound down fell to Tom Bradshaw. He really should have taken it in. I know it was a decent save if you like, but uh, you've got to back the striker there. He'll feel that he should have had that. I feel he should have had that. I think everyone feels that he should have had that. There's a half time whistle. Uh, 1 0. The break. It's not a bad half in the sense that we're leading it. I feel that we probably should be thinking in terms of a second to make things comfortable, but uh, you don't always get what you want in this life. As it is, Middlesbrough haven't really threatened much. Maybe that one free header um, which springs to mind. Otherwise, it's been largely even Stevens. Anyway, at the break, 1 0 Millwall. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Achtung, Mehlball. Welcome back. Here come the two teams for the second half, listeners. Lions just entering the pitch. Middlesbrough already out. Uh, don't think there's any changes from a Millwall perspective. Lions going to be kicking us off for the second half, attacking the cold blow, of course. That's per old Beady. Shadows crept across now. It's covering like three quarters of the pitch. One third is in sunshine on the uh, one third, one quarter. Forgetting my basic fractional arithmetic, listeners. Old age, one quarter of the pitch is in sunshine, the rest of it in shadow. Away we go. I suppose all these uh, American and uh, Euro fans that are in the house this afternoon takes you to the existential question of um, what kind of Millwall do you want? Do you want it's not like a handball, as the nine controlled that ball. I'm a Millwall fan, so I'm very happy with just 5,000 Millwall fans. Of course, that's not going to make much money for the club, is it, listeners? So we've got to fight my natural Millwall defensiveness over our territory. Hard. Don't come easy. Jake Cooper wins the ball well. This is now Vogel Summer in a more central position. He gets clipped. Free kick Millwall in the centre circle. Playing as a kind of a right-sided figure in the first half... um, which I think is not his natural position by a long stretch. He looks like he's maybe have centred up slightly. Vogel Summer? Maybe not. I might be making it up, listeners. Maybe that would be a good podcast. We'll just make up match reports of games that I think should have been played and how they should have gone. Proper fantasy football. Chip forwards by, by Sean Hutchinson. There's ball down, bobbling down the box. There's 2 0 there's Fleming again. Nice little knock down. Finds Ian Fleming inside, three inside the box. He slams home with ease. 2 0, 48 minutes. A sense of a wave of relief has come over me, listeners. Nicely finished there. That had to be um, put into the net, and he did do it. See if anyone two now. Let's see if I can't quite see the replay. I've only got half the screen, so 
Uh, you'll probably see all this on YouTube by the time. Headed back from right side across the box. It falls to Ian Fleming who puts it away simply enough. 2 0 Millwall. This is Middlesbrough now on the break. 52 minutes. Beckons. Cutting in on the right side. Nicely um, scored out by Jill Savile. Goal kick. I think that was a corner, but anyway, we'll take the goal kick. Listeners, 52 minutes. Savile seemed to react to something the uh, Middlesbrough player said there as he went past. That'd be held back. Clearly an exchange of, of views of some sort. This is Ian Fleming on the edge of the penalty area. He's shot on goal into the belly of the goalkeeper. He can smell a hat trick, listeners. I remember last time we had a hat trick off the top of my head. It would be Matt Smith, wouldn't it? Up at uh, Forest, pre-Covid. It's not going to be a mill substitution, is it? Styles is going to come in. I reckon it's going to be Bury coming out, no? Yes, it is Bury coming out. I, I think that's probably a fair call. He's looked a little bit um, ineffective, let's use the word. Um, so Callum Styles comes in, Bury comes out. 56 minutes. Danny Mack cuts the ball out well there. Good defensive work, though. He's played well this afternoon for me, Danny Mack. Clearing us at the moment of uh, the ball was free in a moment of space. No one there other than Danny Mack to clear it. So good work there. 61 minutes. It's been a fairly routine showing, really. I mean, the 2 0 up, the two uh, well taken goals by Zian Fleming. Uh, I wouldn't say it's been exhilarating. But better to be winning a boring game than, than losing a boring game. And um, Middlesbrough haven't really threatened us at any stage. So it's, it's one to, uh, it's another, at the moment, another situation to, to I'd say, we're building, we're building on improving our form. Still a good course of the game yet to go. To. I nearly started counting my chickens there, listeners, before they were hatched. Substitution, this is Tom Bradshaw coming out for Benny Gafobe. A lot of work this afternoon, uh, Bradshaw. He will rue that, that chance. He missed just on the stroke at half time. He's put some effort in, um, makes a good target, man, in a way that uh, a phobia doesn't. But uh, anyway, fresh bending a phobia now for the last 25 minutes, 20, 24 minutes. 66 on the stadium clock. Last quarter of the game. Great, great tackle, Murray Wallace. Listen to that applause as I was trying to break down the left. He got a a, a committed a, a, a tackle there which um, came away with the ball just a quick shout out if I may for uh, Merv Payne's new book which is called Daydreams and Nightmares it's covering the, uh, the, the fantastic early years of the uh, 21st century 2000 to the cup final season 2003-04 here at the Den uh, 10.99 you can get it on victorpublishing.co.uk and Merv's books are always worth picking up because they um, portray the history of the recent history of our club so that's daydreams and nightmares I think he's going to be working his way through the tumultuous 2000s uh, the, the noughties they called us anyway this is the good part this is the early part championship winning season in uh, division two then the uh, sadly a Claridge season the near miss playoff disaster of the uh, Birmingham match and then, of course, the FA Cup final run. So, uh, Daydreams and Nightmares, 10.99. Get it from victorpublishing.co.uk. Merv Payne. Jake Cooper almost get himself into a pickle from a fairly basic long ball forwards there. This is into the corner. It's just going to be a... Ooh, uh, I thought it was a corner again, and the referee's giving us a goal kick again. Repeat. 
schoolboy getting involved with the uh, Middlesbrough substitute now. <laughs> schoolboy gives, gives him some as well. Give him some attitude. <laughs> the ball boy's become an instant hero at the day now. The West Ham applaud him in that little way. Uh, he wouldn't give the ball back to the substitute. He ain't going to win that confrontation now, that's up. He's going to get it now. <laughs> Pedo holds him. <laughs> Anyway, here come Millwall on the break forwards. This is Benicophobia in the box. Just got away from him at the last there, 70 minutes. Bloke down there is telling the um, Borough fans what the score is, calling them wankers, and essentially turned the fuck off back up the M1. In, in, that's it in a nutshell, or the A1, really. I don't know if his root, or his root uh, discipline was like there, but that was it in a nutshell for your listeners. It summed it all up. Substitute's gonna get it now. <laughs> oh dear. Just a quick um, break in play. Gives me a chance to look through the the latest tweet. Alex Grace says the attendance today 15,638, 1400 borough. Quite a few NFL and quite a few Euro fans. That's not bad, says Alex, considering there's a train strike and our recent form. I think I'll make you right there, Alex. That's a decent attendance listeners 15,600 just short of 16,000 well I shouldn't be moaning really should I about all these strangers in the house Gary Rowett's got a yellow card I'm not sure what that was for I'm waiting for a free kick to be taken and he's, he's picked up a yellow card possibly for um, tedious tactics in the past maybe it's like a rolled up I suppose Rowett would have to find himself will he must be a club disciplinary framework. And the other one's going to get a red yellow card too. Obstructing the, the roll of the ball. He's got a yellow card too, the Middlesbrough manager. How weird. The game's taking a surreal turn, listeners. Well, I think he stopped the ball from uh, trying to interfere with the ball as Danny Mack was trying to pick it up. 77 minutes. Fleming comes out of the game. Going to take his balls all around the edge of the pitch. Why not? Mason Bennett comes in. I think that's George Honeyman. 82 minutes, listeners. Taking the applause of the East Stands, Ian Fleming. Look, that's, 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 that's what stars do. They milk their applause. I like it. The boy has a touch of the star about him. He's going to run past the Borough fans. We don't need to know what they think. And it'll, it'll probably take a slow walk along in front of the West Stand. And here he comes. Dame Shirley Bassey herself couldn't have milked this situation better than Zian Fleming. There he goes. My man of the match this afternoon, listeners. So 83 minutes. Just thinking of all these American fans in here for the NFL weekend. Um, it's quite a contrast as a sporting event, isn't it? From the uh, the glamour and um, you know big time of the uh, National Football League to an afternoon at the Den as prep. It's an odd mixture, good mixture, but an odd one. This is Middlesbrough now breaking on the right ball into the box at 13. Long is down smartly, 13 shot on goal, and um, Long had to get down well there and did. 
Save there, 85 minutes, good save by George Long. through the full repertoire for our visitors this afternoon listeners <laughs> corner Middlesbrough in it comes it's a deep one deep one deep one the 13 at the far post puts it wide I thought they had gone in the net for a moment there heads down into the side netting it's a corner must have come off a Millwall boot of some sort I thought he put it in the net personally but he hadn't into the side netting so left sided corner, 87 minutes. Here we go, the three takes it. Got a deep one, it's across the face of the goal. That's gone wide. Goal kick. The last few minutes or so. Been what I would call a, a routine win. They haven't really threatened, they've looked busier in the second half. They haven't really threatened anything in front of goal. Uh, there was a shot that uh, Long had to get down for that springs to mind in the second half, but largely speaking, largely speaking, it's been pretty decent performance. Man of the match from Easy and Fleming, as I've said already, I think. Um, mentions in dispatches for Danny Mack. Murray Wallace, nice to be able to mention his name in dispatches. Billy Bitch in midfield, too, all of whom have turned in decent performances up front. Um, Vogel Sam has put plenty of effort in. Tom Bradshaw, too, before he was substituted. So, overall, Ball into the box there, that's going to be hoof cleared by Murray Rice. It's been a uh, a routine rather than an exhilarating win, but a win nevertheless. And it takes us up the table, and that's really all that we wanted out of the afternoon. It builds on the on the decent performance that I read about at Rotherham and uh, continues the momentum. There's a final whistle, finishes 2-0. Uh, good win, welcome win. Good performance by Mill overall against a fairly um, mundane Middlesbrough side. But that's a, that's a welcome relief for the Lions. That will take us up the table away from any hint of uh, you know, the, the, bottom, the bottom section of the table. So there we are, listeners. Good win for the Mill, continuation of the momentum from Wednesday night. And uh, time for a welcome return of the old status quo. Here we go. Good to hear that one again. Thank you for tuning in, dear listeners. Achtung, Mehlball. Hello Nick, Graham Payne here. It's a comfortable win today. Moosborough were very poor and you can see why they've sacked their manager. The move by Rowett to go forward at back has worked. We, we look more threatening going forward. However, I think there's still a major issue in the squad where the lack of players who can play wide. Tyler Bury is our only real wide man. I've been calling for him to start, but he was poor today. And deservedly got taken off. But maybe I would switch Tyler to the right, bring Mason Bennett on the, in on the left-hand side and play Vogel Summer down the middle. I think he deserves a run in his proper position because, again, for me today, Bradshaw was poor and missed another sitter just before half-time following Vogel Summer's shot that was parried by the keeper. Zion Fleming, he's, he's become our main man now. 
two more goals today, following on from his stunning strike in a week at Rotherham. What I like about him is whenever he gets on the edge of the box, he's always looking to have a shot, which is something I feel that we've lacked for a while now. My man of the match, I went for Billy Mitchell. I thought he had a, an excellent game uh, in midfield. Uh, alongside, I thought George Savile also had a good game. Danny Mack, I thought it was good to see him back on form. Hutch, who I feel just gives us solidarity at the back, and Cooper plays a lot better. And um, Murray Wallace, I thought, had a good game after some poor games recently. So now, you know, our next game, Bristol City away, let's see if we can pick up some more points away from home. Come on, you Lions. Hi, Nick. Just ringing in with a post-match after the 2-0 victory over Middlesbrough. Good game. I mean, a couple of observations. Middlesbrough had a lot of possession in the second half. A lot of possession. And they got some good players there. McNair and uh, a couple of other players. McGree. And, you know, defensively, we looked a lot better. Sean Hutchinson makes such a difference to the defence. So we had a solid platform there to work on. Billy Mitchell and George Savile played well. Um, I think Vogel Slammer put a real shift in, you know. I was watching him. And he had a lovely shot that was parried away by the goalie. And Tom Bradshaw failed to convert it. Looked a bit panicked. But um, but Vogel Slammer put in a great shift. Bit concerned about Tyler Bury. I don't know if his head has dropped after his miss. Um against Rotherham in the week and in the second half he just looked like he wasn't really interested in it and I'm I'm really concerned. I saw Gary Rowett give him a pat on the head and you know and sort of G him along a bit as he went off. I'm glad he was substituted actually because he just didn't look as though he wanted to take part in the second half and I'm concerned about that because he's such a talent. But staying with the positives, I think George Long had a good game, you know. Um his distribution is very, very useful uh, because he's very accurate. I mean, he's a better passer out of the ball than, I've got to say, without trying to be too negative, than Murray Wallace, certainly, and uh, Jake Cooper as well. So um, he played well. Danny Mack had a good game, uh, put himself about. And I think, yeah, defensively, we were a lot better. I was a lot happier. A little bit weak down the left-hand side. Um Teams seem to try and exploit Murray's pace, but Murray Wallace had a much better second half. Moving on to the main man, Zian Fleming, the Lion of Bermondsey. Um, Zion the Lion, what a player. I mean, his first goal was fortunate, but, you know, like Gary Player said, the harder I work, the luckier I get. You know, and he was, you know, we're building that side around him, and I'm, I'm so sort of relieved and feeling positive about a player who is willing to dominate that centre circle. At last, we've got a really good presence there. His work off the ball as well is good. He tries to retrieve the ball. And his second goal into the cold blow lane end was just superb. We could see it. We could see how it was working. Um, A typical Millwall move up onto the D, you know, a high-floated free kick. Jake Cooper... Um, nodded it down, and I was looking at the position Fleming was taking, and, you know, it, he was just so in the right spot, and he kept his head down, and he just watched the ball onto his instep, and just, you know, 
uh, put it into the back of the net with absolutely no doubts whatsoever. So, yeah, a good performance at the Den. I think the crowd were happy. I think the players looked relieved. That's definitely something to build on. And Middlesbrough, you know, although they were managerless, they were no mugs. They were passing that ball around nicely. And as I say, I don't think we had a lot of possession. So, to me, that says that our defence is now getting a bit more solid, you know. So, come on, you Lions. See you at Bristol. Hello, Nick. It's Matt Richards here. Uh, just got back from the game. Good win. Um, I won't get too excited, but I mean, it was like, a, you know, it was, it was a nice, functional, solid win, really. Um, you know, we didn't create loads of chances, but, you know, I mean, scoring scoring in the first five minutes of the first half and the second half, you know, when have we done when have we, when have we done that? When was the last time we did that? Um, you know, Fleming obviously played, you know, played really well and, he seems to, you know, he is looking, you can see he's looking for passes to kind of get players in as well. I just think maybe today Bradshaw just wasn't on the same wavelength as him um, a few times. But, you know, two really good goals, obviously kind of bubbled a bit, I think, for the first one. But um, good finish for the second one. You know, Middlesbrough didn't really didn't really trouble us. Um, you know, there was quite a bit of possession, but, you know, I, there, was, there was no kind of penetration there. Um, you know, I thought I thought you know it would have been nice if we created a few more chances. I mean, it was, was it Fleming had another chance just after um, his first goal, wasn't it? When Bogle Sam crossed the ball over, if he could have headed that in, that would have been great. Um, but you know, it's relatively relatively comfortable, really. So um, that's 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 positive stuff. You know, I thought it was some good. Perform- I thought Murray Wallace played really well. Actually, um, the whole back four actually played well. You know, so we look we look solid. You know, so the four at the back, it can work. We know it can work. Um, uh, so that was that was good to see. That's two games in we've had back four that have played well um, through most of the two games. And I thought Savile in the middle and Billy did well as well. Um, they looked quite solid, but they were, you know, especially Savile was kind of looking looking to move forward as well. Tyler just. Didn't have it wasn't his day, was it? Um, you know, sometimes he 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 tries stuff and he just it just was, nothing was working really. And he, and he kind of he's a confidence player, and when it, when it doesn't work, his head goes down. And I think he, Rout is right to take him off. Really, you can see he just he, he was just struggling. Um, Bolgslam, you know, whenever he gets the ball, he seems to do some good stuff. I mean, he had a great shot um, end of the first half, and how. Bradshaw just didn't slip that past the keeper. I just don't know. Just panicked, I think, and blasted it. Um, I mean, that's it. I think Bradshaw's just nothing's happening for him. He's, he keeps trying, but he's you know I think he'll be lucky if he's starting the next game. I think you know I'd rather have a phobia up there. Um, he's probably got a bit more guile, um, a bit more class than him really. But it was good performance, you know. Fleming goes you know from strength to strength. Was that four goals in the last? Don't know three, four games. Um, really good to see. So you know, onwards and upwards. You know, take one game as it comes. Um, come on, you Lions! Hello, Nick. Hello, listeners. Ben Anthony here. Just talking after the uh, Millwall win on Saturday, and it was a much needed win. I think much more positive in our style of play, in formation. And obviously in result, I think it was a step up from Wednesday night, which in turn was a step up from 
the Saturday before it, which was pretty poor. I do think we need a bit of consistency now. Hopefully we can keep the same formation and I think largely keep the same players. Fleming is really coming into this season now. He's he's showing that early promise that we thought he might have. I think the defence looks a bit better, although there are still mistakes in it. But hopefully they can start to sort that out now. Um, I think the midfield was looking more comfortable. And yeah, I think in, in general, it's just a more positive way of playing. Um, I think Bury didn't have his best game, but I would want to see him starting the next few games still. We've all said he needs a run. And I think he's at his age, he's going to make mistakes and not quite uh, be able to maintain uh, that high level that we, we've come to expect of him for every minute of every game. And I think we need to give him the chance to develop. Um, and he's only going to do that with sort of, you know, 10 starts or something. So we need to just keep playing him. And um, yeah, keep that formation. And hopefully we can build a little bit of an unbeaten run together. Um, the next sort of five or six fixtures are, are decent opportunities to pick up some points. Yeah, I, I think Middlesbrough were a pretty poor team. But I think you can only beat what's in front of you. And uh, it was definitely much more positive yesterday. So, yeah, positive feelings. And, uh, yeah, move on to the next one. Come on, you Lions. Achtung, Mailball. Huge thank you to the chaps for the voicemails, the post-match voicemails. Always welcome. Uh, if you're interested in sending me a post-match voicemail, do get in touch with me via Twitter, dear listener. If you want to contact me privately, um, we can exchange phone numbers. I'm always welcome to get a, a good voicemail, post-match voicemail. Just looking at the YouTube clips, the post-match highlights that you get, um, I must admit I hadn't appreciated how much of a deflection the free kick for Zian Fleming inside the first four minutes takes. Just looking at it now as I'm speaking, it takes a real clip off the wall defender um, which I hadn't appreciated in real time I, I think I commented it on how it seemed to creep in and yes it did because it had come off the bloke's heel so more than a, um, a decent slice of luck there for Zian but uh, we'll take it all day long I do have to admit that uh, Tom Bradshaw's miss just prior to half time doesn't get any better to, uh, each time I've looked at it since nice shot in from Vogel Sammer um, and the, the, the parry falls to Bradshaw really needs to stick that away. Um, I can see him being dropped in favour of a phobie for next week's trip to to Bristol City, which uh, will be a test, as one or two have said on online. Um, and of course, the second goal for Fleming is a really nice finish from a fairly simple knockdown from the always threatening Jake Cooper in the air from a, a, a free kick forward from Sean Hutchinson. So. Um, overall, as one or two have said, it was a good functional win and we'll take those all day long. Gary Rowett speaking to BBC London after the game says he, we had a bit of fortune with the first goal, which is true. I hadn't appreciated just how much fortune the uh, the first goal was, but uh, it goes on. We had enough moments where we could have gone in a couple of goals that are good. Should have, I think, not could have, should have Gary Rowett. Uh, we could have been a bit better on the ball second half. Um 
but with a very solid defensive. I, I do think that's a fair point. The back four do look like um, they feel more natural in those positions. Um, he also mentioned Zian Fleming, the undoubted star of the den at the moment, listeners. Uh, he says he's a player who's been watching for about three years and he's tried to sign him previously without any success. But thankfully, we got him this time around. To replace Jed Wallace, you need a real talent. That's very, very true. Zian's done it regularly in the era de Vizzi, and my expectation is for him to at least get into double figures this season. He's certainly on course for that, listeners. That win yesterday has put us up to 13th position with a green arrow going up 17 points, with uh, level with uh, Watford, Sunderland, just tucked in behind. The club's going towards the, the top six there. Um, Blackburn's on 21, just in seventh spot, and Swansea just nicking, nicking into the... Top six also on 21. So it's all good stuff going to Bristol City next week. That will be something of, of a test. I'm just looking through some of the comments online. Yes, everyone overdo this. Uh, Steve Lee, our, our listed line from the other day. Good to uh, shout out for Steve. He described that as a marginal improvement from the, the Rotherham second half. Middlesbrough were woeful, says, says Steve. They were poor. And we should we should give credit to Billy Mitch and Jules Savile for their control of midfield. Yeah, shout out to Jules Savile. A few people have mentioned Savile. I don't think I gave him enough love in my um, in-game stream. Uh, Steve says Bristol City next Saturday will either be a reality check or we may go on to a pre-World Cup unbeaten run. Let's hope it's the latter. Steve, um, one or two other comments here about the the Americans. I think we've overdone the Americans. Uh, Angelo, my man of the match, goes to Vogie up front. Would like to see him in a central position at Bristol. Has some hammer shot on him, the lad. Great hold-up play, also great strength. Billy is now a standard great every game. Bury needs intense coaching before he starts a game, please. I think he did fade, or a few have said that. There's a talent in the boy. Uh, coaching is probably a good call from Angelo. Um, starting, probably found him out a little bit. Maybe there's a lesson in that for us all. Uh, Tony Gentleman, he argues the star of the show was Billy Mitch and or George Sav. Tony Evans makes the same point. Mitch and Sav ran that midfield for us today. Um, all good stuff. Huge thank you to everyone for their contributions to the show today. Hope you've enjoyed yourself listening to it. Nice to have a win for the weekend, listeners, isn't it? And uh, we'll be back later on in the week ahead of that trip to Bristol City. Thank you for listening, dear listeners. And Arriva Dirty Millwall. Bye for now. Achtung, Millwall. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.